podcast where best friends and next door neighbors, Willow and Lillian, spill the tea on murder, mysteries, and other things that go bump in the night. So get your favorite teacup ready and let's get into it. Welcome to Cruel Tea Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me as always is Willow. Hello. Hi, Willow. Hi. So this month is November, Mm -hmm. and that means it's Cannibal Killer Month. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Because food and Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Thanksgiving is the worst national holiday, I think. It's disgusting. It's awful. Um, We don't believe in it. That's why we have Friendsgiving the the day day after, after. because food is delicious, and we need something in this life. God damn it. Don't take away the food holiday. I'm fat. I need it. And she makes like 13 different pies, and she makes all of the fix-ins and all the food. I'm a bomb-ass cook. The end. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. true. You are. So it's like basically Lillian's day to shine and all Show of us. Show off. To go into food comas multiple times. And like I get I get in this, oh man, I get in a really weird mode where I'm like almost like, yeah, you eat the food, you stupid assholes that I <laughs> slaved over. It's a weird headspace. <laughs> Well, because you're also like super Virgo and always, and like, oh, yeah, and you also true. have that Capricorn in, in your chart too. So you're like always like proud of your work i'm proud of how right i am also yeah yeah it's awful you're like see i'm a badass look eat it eat it yes but don't compliment me too much now it's weird and you're kissing my ass yeah we don't like that anyway i'm gonna say for pretty much every single one of these cases i'm gonna have to give the advisory listener warning yeah, it's big time, and and the whole month They're you vile. probably should not be eating food while listening to this podcast. You know, and here I am sitting here, I'm just like, I want a pork roast. Apparently people taste like pork. I know, that's why I want a pork roast. Because mm. I thought about it, and then I was like, you know what would be delicious? That. Hairless mammal. <laughs> <laughs> Listener discretion is advised. This episode will contain disturbing content, so if gore cannibalism and violence in general bother you my last chance to click away run away for safety not safe for work not safe for life not safe for kids yeah so you've been warned and we're gonna get into it because i know this guy oh man i hate this guy yeah yeah this is a rough one and i don't really want to go into detail obviously because it's just gross um, but yeah, it's bad. But I do like that we're doing him first because um, one of our last uh, vampire killers, the Vampire of Paris, uh, Nico Clo, was obsessed with this man. Tracks. He came, yeah, he came around Paris like about ten years prior to him. So disgusting. Yeah, it's really weird how obsessed he is because after watching the Nicholas Clo um, interviews and stuff, and then watching this guy's interviews. It's like, it's like he's like trying to be him. I know, because I went and watched some Nico Clo. He said the exact same thing. Yeah, they're just, he's just like aping off of this guy. Yeah. And I hate it. Yeah. And I guess because we're born in the United States, um, we're sheltered from a lot of like pop culture and things from other countries. Yes. And so I had no idea that this man was actually like 
famous famous. I would say he's now that has faded away and he's probably more infamous now because I know that he can't like interact with regular society which is good. Yeah. Cause fuck him. Yeah. I hate this guy. Yeah. And yeah his his psyche is just a fucking crazy place. Alright so let's give his name because we haven't done Oh that. yeah it's, it's Issei Sagwa. Yep. Sagawa? It's Sagwa. Sagwa. Yeah. I Sagawa. looked up how to pronounce it. Sag- so if you guys are mad and we pronounced it wrong, then take it up with whoever made the pronunciation I, key. I'm not good Try with it. Japanese. Um, let's be honest. Let's go ahead and be honest. If it's not like Mr. Peter Johnson, we don't know how to say it. <laughs> We're going to talk our best I'm from, <laughs> from Arkansas. Y'all, have y'all looked at the rankings of Arkansas schools? They're bad. It's terrible. And I, I was in Oklahoma schools. I think they're worse. I think Oklahoma's like 47th <laughs> and Arkansas is like 43. So don't blame us. Blame the education system. We are really trying here. <laughs> we're, we're dumb and it's not our fault. You know what I feel like? What? I feel like someone who is incredibly smart. Like, I'm a genius. I've had my IQ tested. It's up there. I was in Mensa briefly. Mensa's a scam, by the way. Did you know that? What? Do you know what Mensa is? No. Mensa is like a society for genius people. Oh, you guys get a club? Yeah, it's a club. There's no club for normal people that have a really hard time doing anything. It's called the whole rest of the world. Oh. For neurotypicals. Oh. Neurotypicals. I, I don't feel typical. Oh, no, you're neurodivergent. Yeah. My God, this conversation is already a trash fire. No, but Mince is a scam. It's stupid and it's fake and it's dumb and IQ tests are garbage. But it ain't. Oh, rate, is that what that is? Yes. Okay. I just. Oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> anyway, I feel like a very genius entity trapped in a dumb idiot (laughs) i don't know how else to describe it i feel both incredibly smart and infinitely stupid all at once i feel that yeah i'm just like but i don't fucking know but i do know what's that mean who knows i have an existential crisis again anyway let's hear about mr sagwa (laughs) i said that so country sagwa yeehaw (laughs) fuck off me (laughs) Well, his childhood, um, for the most part, seemed very just normal. Like, he grew up, um, he was born April 26, 1949. That makes him an Aries? Ew. Yeah. Sorry, Aries. Sorry, you guys are a little much for me. <laughs> Some of my best friends have been Aries. Same. Woo. Get me in an Aries together and it's a oh, diabolical plan. You know what? Mm. It's not an Aries. It's right after... Aries, it's a Taurus. And you know what Tauruses are known for? Being stubborn. Eating. They are known for eating. They like eating, you're yes. right. Oh, no. They're like notorious eaters. Snackers. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's so Every cute. Taurus I've so ever... fitting. That's not cute on this one. You ding dong. You know, every Taurus I've ever met was skinny, though. Yeah. What's that mean? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. That's just not they fair. They eat and have high metabolism. It's not fair. It's not. We can just hate them for that reason. Anyway, continue. Anyways, uh, 1949. So, he grew up in Kobe, Japan, which I don't really know much about it, but I think at this time it was kind of a place that you would raise a family. Like, I think it was definitely a city, but... Yeah, it's it was, a city, but it's more... 
it's not as bustling as Tokyo. For right, example. that's what I was going to say. It's a little say. smaller. Yeah, yeah. It's more of like where the families go to raise their, yes. you know. I think they have a large me. agricultural section as well, but I would need to look that up, so disregard it. Okay. You said it. Shut up. Um, but, I mean, he even, like, talks about how great his parents are and how just... And, like, borderline angelic, like, his, his upbringing was just so loving and so nurturing. Like, idyllic. Idyllic, yeah, absolutely. Well, okay, so I have a question mm-hmm. on this one. You know, we all often, on these episodes, kind of go into the nature versus nurture right, aspect. Right, right. This one, this case really gets me for that. On the, but I wonder how much of that is bullshit, and also how much of it is repressive society, because this is the 50s. Very yes. patriarchal, yes, and I think very repressive. Yes. And I know sexuality. I don't know about now, so don't come at me. But sexuality in Japan during the fifties was very repressed, and that's and that's something that he said that that, that there was no speaking of sex. We do not talk about sex. We do not like refer to it. There is nothing in our you know, in our environment, right. in our And let's be clear that America is still really puritanical about sex, too. And especially about right. our discussions about right. sex. So I'm not picking on Japan. Right. Nor am I being culturally insensitive, but that's just a fact. Right. Is that they were repressive back then about sex, and it wasn't something like, there wasn't sex education in schools. You're not going to oh, sit no. down yeah. with the birds and the bees talk with the fam. And it's all very patriarchal. And well, I wonder if society itself kind of acts as a, as a third invisible parent? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and absolutely. so uh, is it necessarily then that nurture is removed from this case, or is it just not as obvious and more subtle? Well, and I I don't know. Like, I, I very much tend to not agree with any type of um, pr- parenting standards of the 1950s. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not yeah, that type so that, of a mom. It may be the standards back then right would be considered abusive today and repressive well i mean i i have two boys one's 13 and one's a little baby so and i with the 13 year old i never once have had the sex talk i think we we had a couple conversations where i'm like okay but so you know what gay straight you know you know what trans people what in like um non-binary we know what all these classifications mean and and like what types of people would be this way and so so that way he just doesn't see like a flat typical heteronormative yeah yeah. so so he understands like like culture and he understands the people around him but we've never had a what do our bodies do during sex talk no i had that with all three i'm so creeped out by it because it's not in my mind, it's not something that children should be doing. Therefore, you well, know. Well, but the thing is, though, is that children are sexual. I, I don't. People don't like to hear this, and it grosses me out too. And I'd like to throw up out of every orifice in my body. But children are sexual. I do remember being a kid, yeah. and being really confused because I didn't get a sex talk. I never got a sex talk either, and, and so I gave just... my kids. I set them down and I just straight up like read it out of a science book. I'm like, the penis goes in the vagina and then the sperm comes out and babies and that's what happens. But you don't have to be straight. That's straight sex. Yeah. This, the penis could go in the butt if you like dudes. Yeah. And ladies just mess around, you know, with oral and fingers and toys. And that's just it what out. it is. And they were like, gross, bye. Yeah. But my kids have been pretty like, they don't question anything. And like, we've had a lot of, not so much with my middle child but with my 
oldest and my youngest had to have a talk about the porn. Yeah. Because, look, sex work is real work. I don't shame anybody for doing their job. And I don't think porn in and of itself is inherently wrong. Although you have to get into the whole sex trafficking right, aspect. Right, hubs, right. Corporation, etc. They can wrap it up in advertising all day. It's really problematic. But porn addiction is real. And I wonder... I wonder. I bet you look. He, this guy, Mister Sagwa, had had some kind of porn addiction. <laughs> Am I right? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, listen here. The FBI should call me up. <laughs> it's a hey Lillian. Hey Lillian. Actually, they tried to recruit me in high school because oh. the whole genius thing. I'm an idiot genius. <laughs> Isn't that like a savant? No, that's that's bad. We I'm sorry. I, I've never. I've only heard that that word in passing, and, and uh, it is what that usually when people are saying stuff like that, they're they're usually talking about their animals in front of me. So I'm like, uh, that's funny. Oh, bless your heart. I mean that non in a non fucky way. No, I mean like literally. I'm very like, sheltered. I'm petting you. Yes, I know. Like, you can't see me, but I'm doing hand pets through the air. Like, <laughs> She's like, your head. oh no. Um, no, th- that word was is kind of derogatory now because it was referring to autistic people who typically were nonverbal but had a special talent. Oh, I don't like that. No, oh, I didn't yucky. know that. Okay, they called them gross. idiot savants. Yeah, I've heard I've heard that term. And I don't like. It's yucky. Yeah, but I didn't know the no. full extent of that. Okay. No, it just means that I haven't had a good education, but I have great potential. It's just wasted entirely <laughs> on me. And I'm doing it on purpose now. It feels good. I don't know why. Well, now you have a podcast to put it all on. I'm just going to be fucking stupid. Nobody can stop me. Aggressively stupid. (laughs) Enjoy it. You would never. You're highly intelligent. Oh, I know. But, like, I just don't want to be. It does not bring me any joy. I don't want to know anything. I just want to be like, well, that's just the way it is. (laughs) I want to say, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, and that's all I want to (laughs) say. We'd be so much happier. I don't want to think about the nature of time and consciousness, Willow. That doesn't make me happy. I want to think about NASCAR and all the Miller Light I'm going to drink. I'm going to fuck my brother-in-law. I don't know. That's what I want to think. I'm in Arkansas. That's what I want to do. That's why I moved here. Anyway, please continue. I've derailed, but I was really interested in his upbringing because it's not actually something I knew anything about. Right. Well, and his upbringing is very different from everyone else that we've covered so far or is it you know i think there's a lot hidden there and i wish like i've watched a lot of interviews with this guy usually when we split up cases we don't tell each other about the person but i just knew about this one yeah and i've watched a lot of documentaries and interviews and they just say well he had a good childhood but i bet you i bet you think there's some stuff in there that there's some weird stuff in there okay well because he he like he now here's the I'm I'm stuttering because I'm just like how did he get here because I was never taught about sex but yet I never you ain't at nobody I I never stole my neighbor's dog and fucked it Uh-oh, that's disgusting that what that's what he did Ew. at like a really young age like a disturbing young age I don't remember what it was like well was again it... we we look at the triad of psychopathic tendencies. And cruelty to animals, and I think right. if you if you engage in bestiality, it's cruelty. Absolutely. I bet he was a bedwetter. You can't prove it, but I don't he doubt it. He looks like one. 
Well, okay, so Sorry, the mean. first thing that people will say whenever they say Issei Sagawa or whatever, the first thing that they'll say is he was born at a very small weight. He was able to be fit in the palm of their hand. They should have yeeted that kid. <laughs> and he was born with intestinal issues that he just needed like some shots or something and he was fine. But that, I mean, if if he was like frail and all of this stuff... He could have been having some other wetter. issues. I guarantee it. I bet he was a bedwetter. Cruelty to animals. Did he ever start any fires? Because that's the third one. I don't one. know about that one. Mm. Oh, yeah. so he's stealing, like, neighborhood animals. And I think his own dog. And he would just do things with it. He admitted to this freely. Like, oh, and, I haven't seen this. Oh, yeah, no. He's, he's admitted to this freely. And, like, and the weird thing is he's... Him and Chloe are so much alike. He talks about it just so very matter of fact like yep and then i did this and then i did this yeah i've noticed he has that flat affect yeah like Mm -hmm. he's not passionate about anything that he's done or any emotion anything throw a die like a 20-sided die of emotions he's not going to use one of them he's just like i did this (laughs) you know it's so weird it's so weird to 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 commit such a passionate crime and not feel passionate about it while speaking upon it. And this guy talks about, I mean, he has like 12 books that he's written. All with his cannibal fantasies. All with the same, with the same exact, I did this. Yeah. And he's making bank from it. It's insane. We have it. Okay. So I've been really looking into like, why do I like true crime? Why does everybody? Because it tickles our limbic system. In our brain, and it's like, beep, 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 beep. and we're like, it is that little ghoulish center, and it's, and two, and it's kind of a way to protect ourselves from future, I don't know, murder. Right, um, right. keep yourself alert. Yeah, it's kind of a form of hypervigilance, but mm-hmm. more than anything, it is our kind of sick desire to hear about something bad happening to someone who isn't us. It reaffirms that we are alive. They're like, well, they're dead, but I'm not. But I'm not gonna feel bad about it because it's just a kind of animal response that we have to this type of stuff, right? So of course he's making bank because we want to read that shit. Well, and also there are things that we, as quote unquote normal people, we don't think about. We don't have undesirable urges, and this guy, like, his urges aren't just like, God damn it, I want some spaghetti. And meatballs, I can taste it. Like, he's not like, oh, I'm craving oh, yeah, it. Urge, it is like he, he, it's like an animal in him or something, you know? Yeah, it's I think like, it has been described as over, like a hungry animal. Yeah, it overcomes him. That takes over his rational mm-hmm. thought. But at the same time, I want to point this out. I right. often will think incessantly about pasta. I've told you this. She's a pos- prostitute. She's pasta sexual. I love spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting like, a little th- tear in your eye thinking I about d- spaghetti. I do. I'm like, I f- <laughs> and you know, I don't <laughs> like to an to like a, it's almost like a compulsion for my love of spaghetti. Every form of spaghetti, mm-hmm. angel hair, mm-hmm. orzo, mm. mm-hmm. fettuccine, rigatoni, oh. penne, ziti, all of it. Noodles, man. Pasta. Need them nudes. I love nudes. But I don't think about spaghetti right? and want to fuck. Right. It's like separate right. in my right. brain. And I believe that a lot 
I have yet in my research to find a case where there wasn't some sadosexual aspect to the cannibalism. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fuck my food. No. No. No, and he did that. Yeah. It's pretty gross. So the the first time he felt this overwhelming urge was in about first grade. It was elementary school. And um, this little boy was running or playing on the playground or whatever he was doing. And his shorts went up just a little bit. And he could see the muscles in his legs. And I didn't at, even have them thoughts. No, I know. Grade. I know. That's what I mean. At like 10 years old, he was about like, my little pony. I want to eat that thinking about like ice cream my little pony and boy madonna sure has sure slaps that's what i was thinking because it was the 80s you dicks (laughs) that is so fucked up fucked up and it it was like a couple years later the same thing happened with um a young girl in in school where he saw like her leg show or something and he was like i want to eat that like i'm so insatiable i'll fully confess to this though Mm-hmm. I have been at our neighboring state, Missouri, because we live right on the Missouri-Arkansas border. And it's like I can see Missouri from my house. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's a joke, but it's true also. Yeah, we literally live on the state line. Yeah, I live on state line road. So um, I've looked at some of these corn-fed country boys. They're real red oh, in the stop face. It. And I've been like, you know what? I bet that motherfucker is delicious. He's delicious, like a Kobe. The Kobe steaks—they don't move that, around a lot. That, there was um, an article or something I was watching or something about this case, and they brought up the fact that Kobe beef mm-hmm. comes from Kobe, Japan. That's why they have the agricultural section. I was right. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and they said that like just one meal was the equivalent of six hundred U.S. dollars. That is correct, and that's because the cows especially don't move around a lot. Yeah, neither do these boys. No, and these cows get, like, like massages and all kinds of things. They have, like, a full health yeah. treatment. Yeah, and so it's a high-fat diet they're on, not moving around a lot. And I'm just like, look, if it's Mad Max and I gotta, it's you. It's you, Billy Bob. Coming for you. Not like you're gonna run. You are slow. <laughs> are you gonna run? No, I'm gonna mow motherfucker down with my car. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Or shoot him. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about my cannibal plans. I mean, but it's going to, look, it's going to be the end of the world in a lawless land. I'm not, like, going to go do it tomorrow, so you guys you guys can rest easy. But I haven't thought about it to the degree this guy has. I haven't been like, I got to have me some of that. I just think, I bet you're delicious. If people are good to eat, <laughs> you would be yummy. I've thought that, yeah. But I have never... Not as a child. I probably only think that because I like true crime, and now it's in my head now. This is so fucked up. Okay, what else? (laughs) Okay, sorry. No, it's Um, fine. But, yeah, no, he he doesn't really act on any of these urges. It just kind of, like, grows and is pent up inside of him. Yeah. Yeah. For a long time. Like, this is a, like, high-pressure cooker kind of thing. So it's like a fantasy. He's, like... Mm-hmm. It's a per- now, does he, like, say anything to his parents, or does he always kind of intrinsically know that it's wrong and keeps it to himself? Oh, no, he keeps it to himself. He's not, like, super boisterous about it. I think in front of his parents, he has to be perfect. See? Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. How good of a relationship do you have with your folks if you feel like you can't even be your disgusting self? Right. 
Yeah. Well, and I don't remember what his dad did, but I know that they made a lot of money. Oh, so they were upper middle class. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure that has a lot to do with how this thing turns out later. Right. Well, it is, actually, because um, his dad ends up, you know, covering his ass and saving him. But, yeah, so it doesn't really, like, I haven't really seen anything in depth as far as, like, what happens between him growing up with all these, like, weird fantasies and weird urges um, until he actually... Acts out on it. Yeah, acts out on it. So he leaves Kobe and he goes to university in France. And and he he's going for, like, literature... Um, and so he, he notices this girl and she's, oh my goodness, she's so pretty, but he starts, so he has like his own weird, like fantasy. It's like, it's like a revolver. Like it just revolves. He, he like, likes German girls and he'll fixate on them and then he'll get fixated on like super Western United States type women. Then he'll get super fixated on on Japanese women and a certain type of Jap and like he goes into these micro fixations but mm-hmm. he always acts on whoever he's targeting and it goes for like a decade per each one it's really weird um so like one time he tried w- with this German woman that I mean he was four foot nine and so yeah, this, he's a little dude yeah he's tiny and frail and I think that that goes into a lot of his psyche as well is that he just thinks inadequacy yeah yeah, Inadequacy, yeah, yeah, big time. A um, feeling of powerlessness. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And wanting to take power from somebody else. I can imagine if he were successful to take on this giant, like, very tall, somebody that's much bigger than him, um, a woman even, you know, like, all these different things that are supposed to be, he's supposed to be better than in society. Mm-hmm. And then if he were to be able to take her down, he would probably feel really good about himself. But he didn't. He's a total idiot. And yeah, he went, he went to like, he followed her into her apartment, waited until she went to sleep. And then he wanted to keep her alive and just take a little piece off while she's sleeping. He just wanted to get a little piece. That's not like how you, any of that like, works. Like you could just take some meat and go home. Well, I'm not a banana. No. Can't just peel me. No. Like, I wouldn't notice. Yeah. And he didn't even touch her. He, like, barely grazed her. And, like, part of his clothing touched her thigh as he walked by her. And she woke up and freaked out and called the cops. And he ran off. Yeah, he ended up getting a charge for rape or attempted rape. um, Because he didn't want to correct the cops. Yeah, he didn't want to say, no, I was actually there to eat her. Yeah, Yeah. I wasn't going to rape her. I was going to eat her. Ew. (laughs) Both are bad. Both are terrible, but still. Um, And it's so weird whenever he does talk about eating people. He doesn't show any emotion, but he gets this weird, like, twinkle in his eye. It's really creepy. He's so creepy. And it is really gross. He's so creepy. So that didn't work. And then he gets fixated on this gorgeous girl that he goes to college with. And he wants to kind of perfect this. So he starts acting like he doesn't know what's going on in his classes, even though he's really, really smart. And he's like, I don't know anything. I need a tutor. And so she feels bad for him because he's small. And so she goes over to his house to tutor him. And this happens like several times. I'm not sure exactly the time span that they were tutoring. 
But what was her name? I, I have to. It. I I exited out of my notes because I just I know this story so much now. Um, but I forgot her name. Oh, Renee. Ah, uh, that's what it was. Yeah, it was Renee something. Renee Hart Hartevelt. Hartevelt. It's a strange last name. I've never seen it before. But uh, yeah, she was beautiful, and um, one time, like he kept rehearsing this because where the table was, her back was turned towards the rest of his house. And so he had a cabinet with his gun in it and he would like take it out while she was talking and reading and, and like practice practice behind her head. Yeah. She had no idea. And she had no idea. One time he pulled the trigger and it just misfired and it just went click and nothing happened. And she didn't hear it. That is so scary. That is so fucking terrifying oh my god no does it make you ever wonder like all the weirdos you've hung out with were any of them standing behind my head with a gun clicking it so many people had the opportunity to do that oh yeah oh my fucking god because we didn't make good choices in our no i don't know how i'm here right now by by the grace of god (laughs) you believe such things oh my goodness but yeah eventually finally it it ended up happening he Pulled out the gun in the middle of her saying something uh, with her head down, not even facing him. He couldn't even coward. face her. Yeah. yeah. He shot her in the back of the head. And then he kept that corpse for a couple days. He said that as soon as he shot her and he knew that she was dead, he fainted. Because it was such a rush. Like, he didn't faint because it was gross. He but then he was upset. No, this was like he was like so pumped. It he was like out. like when the girls saw like the Backstreet Boys and would faint, or the Beatles, or like Michael Jackson, like when they saw like a celebrity and they would faint. Oh, it's exactly the same feeling. I hate it. It's so creepy, and so as soon as he woke up, you know, he woke up next to this beautiful girl that he just killed. And he immediately wants to eat her butt. <laughs> Which I'm just going to say booties are gorgeous. And I mean, if I was into that kind of sort of a thing, I think the booty would be the first part. Well, I'm, I'm glad you've thought about it that way. I don't, I don't think about eating people ever, but. I have, if, but you know, in, if a, in given, a sort of if, Mad Max situation. If I wanted to be like, okay, if I had to do this, I'd definitely go for the booty or I'm gonna the I'm going to go for thighs. the thighs and the butt because thighs I think butt. that, look. The squishy parts are going to be just fat. Like, <laughs> titties is fat. Yeah. They're not any meat. Yeah, that's what he said. So, uh, I'll, I'll get into that in a second. Because when um, Nicholas Clough was talking about how the boobs are just fat, mm-hmm. he's referring to Issei. Oh, yeah, he didn't come yeah. up with that on his own. No, he didn't. Um, but, yeah, so so he wanted to go for her butt first. And he didn't know what he was doing, so he just, like, bit into her butt, like, with, with his bare teeth, with his human teeth. You know, earlier you said he was smart. <laughs> I think he's just book smart. See? I he, keep telling you, I'm a really smart person trapped in an idiot. <laughs> and I, I think it's the opposite. He was an idiot trapped in a smart person yes yes absolutely okay, okay. absolutely just want to get that straight <laughs> i just have this like adorable <laughs> mental image of him going and like just biting on his booty 
It's really cute in my brain. Are you making it a cartoon? Because it is disturbing and fucked up in my head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, She's dead. (laughs) He killed her. She's dead. And now he's just chomping on her ass. Yeah. And that's weird and upsetting. (laughs) Okay, I shouldn't be so cutesy about this. This is really gross. But, (laughs) no, he's, he's too stupid to know how to do it. So, he, his teeth won't tear into it obviously so he has to go down to the store get a knife because he wasn't prepared he didn't have a he just thought he was just fantasizing about just raw dogging it ew because he does no he definitely ate some of her and then raped her corpse no i didn't know about that part the corpse rape yeah I'm not laughing at the, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at her face when she says corpse rape. What was wrong with my face? Was it not horrifying enough? It was for you? it was really kind of cute. Corp? Corpse rape? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm sorry. So he goes down to the store, he gets a knife, he comes back, and he starts to cut her butt open. And that's a phrase I never <laughs> wanted to hear. He started to notice that there's like Little white and yellow looks like corn. He didn't know what fat was, and it's he didn't, not corn, you fool. I know. He's like he thought it was corn or like some weird substance that's like corn. Like corn, I don't know. Did he but just eat it? No, he was like, this isn't meat. And <laughs> he's like, later I found out it's fat. <laughs> but he he. He was like, well, I guess I have to keep cutting. And so he finally cut. And then as soon as he found the pink meat, he took his hands. Uh. And just just Uh. ate parts of it with his hands. And that was like his moment. He spun off, spun cookies from that. And... Boy, boy, I don't like it. It was, it like, he, he said that just that moment of reaching in with his fingers no. and eating it with his hands. I hate like, him and I hate his face and I hate his hands. It made <laughs> his face and his hands. <laughs> it made his life. Like, that was his turning point. And so this he ended up. woman and her family. Mm-hmm. I know. I hate him. He ended up keeping her body for two days and eating off of it. Um, but he needed to get rid of it the rest of it and um <laughs> yeah i don't need to talk about all the things he did okay, with well, it beforehand hold on. i've got a question and okay. i know it's gross but people are going to want to know because i do because i hadn't actually heard about it before what? but when did the corpse rape happen oh so he fainted and then he woke up he i don't remember if he raped it before he ate i think he ate it and they got so high off of eating it that he ended up it was a mess he's not a butcher this didn't go no well. no this no he hacked at it yeah yeah oh yeah. fuck a doodle do yeah I <laughs> well, i'm 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 uh no i'm nauseous now yeah yeah i'm really trying to keep my What's I got about the me? mouth sweats. I'm trying to think about something. It's so else, gross. But my brain is a dick no. and it's just like But I am assuming that he uh, that he definitely did stuff with the wounds. He's like a dog, made. like he's so gross. So So he does all of that. He does all the stuff to her body and everything. It's gross. And he needs to clean it up. Because this is he's in a, an apartment like well, he's from the a university. Big fucking mess. He, yeah. Gunshot. Yeah. Blood everywhere, I'm sure. In a in an apartment. So he gets two like luggage 
suitcases and he like kind of like Jenga pieces her body into it, what's left of it. Oh. <laughs> and and he's so small he can't carry it. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> Oh, the whole thing is, I mean, it's, it's, it's a tragic. shit show. It's, yeah. it's, but it's an look, absolute look, look, shit look. show. I just want to take a pause to say, I ain't laughing at the victim. That is terrible. She didn't deserve it. She was just being nice. And he's going to go straight to hell. I'm laughing at his utter incompetence. And I hope some, he's still alive. So I hope he hears it. Because he's the type of person that would listen to every piece of media on him. And if you're, if you're going to listen to this, you giant piece of shit, you limp dick piece of crap, I hope, <laughs> oh, oh, listen here, you impotent fuck you powerless little worm i'm like nearly six feet tall i would destroy i'd rip you apart like soft bread yeah and you wouldn't like it i mean you're thinking like oh yeah step on me big american lady no you wouldn't like it and it's all corn in my butt sir it's very fat (laughs) hey i just say the things that would sound good on t-shirts they just come out of my mouth naturally this way no, I just don't have enough hate words or how I can't like articulate appropriately my level of disgust and also how much I'm laughing at the right. utter tomfoolery shit show clown shoes this guy is. Couldn't even lift the suitcases. Look, I've mentioned before, I don't know to you or on here, I lose track of where I'm saying stuff, but I got noodles for fucking arms. I can't lift anything. I can't open a jar. I can't. I can't peel potatoes for too long because it makes me tired. <laughs> I'm not in good shape. But I could lift a fucking suitcase with a body in it. Because the fear of being caught, I'd be like, bitch, summon the strength. <laughs> Did Get a dolly, you absolute jackaloon. Right. right. <laughs> God. Sir, you're an idiot. I hope you're listening. You're dumb. As a box of fucking rocks. <laughs> Shit. It took me two seconds I saw to get a dolly. <laughs> Pay an unfortunate looking criminal who's stronger than you. It's not hard. I could have figured it out. <laughs> Let me guess. He just is like, fuck it. I'm just going to leave the suitcases here. It's where they live now. <laughs> Almost. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, so... <laughs> Do you not know how he got caught? No, it's. The, I really know a lot about this case, but it's locked it's away yeah. in the part of my brain that doesn't like to remember stuff where I also keep all my trauma. Yeah. Yeah. So just well, forget. this is one of my favorite criminal gets caught. Oh, yeah. I love it's, it's actually very similar to um, Nico Klo being stupid whenever he did his one crime and got caught. So, Idiots. Yeah, it's just so fucking stupid. You would think that if you... Idolize like, somebody, you'd be like, "Oh, he was a dumb dumb there." I'm, I'm be, not gonna do that. I'm gonna be smarter. Or if you're like, if you're like this guy and you're fixated on this one thing happening your entire life, you got like 22 years invested in your thing that your you're gonna do. Can- your like, stupid cannibal fantasy, I would add. Right, but if it was any fantasy, anything for 22 years, you had time to prepare to to do the thing that you're obsessed with, and then you do. You're not even fucking prepared with a knife. You don't even, have you don't a even knife, know how to shit stain. You don't even have a knife. But you didn't account for that people weigh an amount, and an that amount. you are a shrimp, yes. and you can't pick up anything. You what did you think you were going man? to do with it? 
It ain't gonna just disappear like in Minecraft and be a little glowy ball and some string, sir. What's the noise? And no, that's not what happened. People are giant bags of shit, and then they just stink and get everywhere. Oh, I'm so angry because it's so stupid and pointless. It's so pointless, and it caused so much pain for because you had a weird boner because you're repressed and dumb and small. And you know what? There are a lot of ladies out there that like small dudes. I'm one. I, they're fun-sized. I like short dudes. Just do. Anyway. I, I love choosing episodes that get you riled up. Well, this is just so fucking fucking stupid. <laughs> stupid. If you would spend, like, your whole life, like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to just kill somebody. I'm going to rape their corpse. I'm going to eat their butt. That's what I want with my whole life. You'd think you'd say, right, settle down there. We must plan. <laughs> I should learn about butchering. You could go take a class on butchering. If you're going to be a cannibal, if that's every decision you make is going to lead up to that point, you'd think, oh, I'm going to take a class on how to butcher an animal. Well, apparently, I just I just remembered this from one of the many, many uh, interviews he did. But apparently he got like on a cruise ship or somewhere where he got paired up with this couple and the guy... Um, was a butcher, and he didn't know who he was talking to. But this guy just like started telling him about how to, how to find out like cuts of meat and things, and he sent him a thank you card in the mail afterwards because oh. that conversation was so touching to him that he thanked him in a card, and the guy was like, "Oh, please don't," and he he never responded, and this. Uh, you say, guy. He was like, he was like, you never responded to my letter. Well, because you suck. You're creepy. You suck. You're awful. You got weird buggy eyes and your yucky hands. And if I saw you in person, I would just beat you up and push you in a locker and make you pee your pants and laugh at you. That's what I do. That's my whole goal. That's my fantasy and my goal in life is to find this guy, beat him up, push him in a locker. Until he pees his pants and then open the locker and big, strong, tall men will laugh at him and point. Some ladies, too. We're all going to be tall in this because clearly he has issues. I will always That's my fantasy now. And you know what? I'll make a good plan. It won't even be hard. I'll go to jail. I don't fucking care. I've been to jail. I'll go back to jail. Who gives a fuck? You've been to jail, too. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Jesus uh, okay, how to get caught? I will always. I'm gonna I will go always. Off on how I'm gonna go beat this guy up? I will always pick stories that make you do this. Ooh, this is my favorite thing. Just You're Charlie so Day angry. level of she insanity. She is red, y'all. She's turning red. She's I'm so mad. mad. She felt sorry for a little twerp. I know she did. She did. She felt weasel. sorry for him. And wanted to be helpful. And I don't want to eat him. He doesn't look like... You don't look like you'd taste good, you little <laughs> fucker. <laughs> I know what looks like it tastes good, and it ain't you. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. One day, one day, listeners, I'll have dollars from this podcast, and I'm going to spend them to go to Japan, and I'm going to beat the shit out of this dude. And you'll say... That's a public service you've done. I go, I know it, as they told me off to jail, and it'll be absolutely worth it. Please continue. So. 
<laughs> so he had to get rid of this body. <laughs> oh, Lillian has worked up. Look, I had a whipped coffee before this, and that was an error because I feel very talkative. <laughs> this is your episode. I need to shut up. It's so funny though. She's so angry. Um, I'm so mad. <laughs> hysterical please go on though i'm literally leaning back away from the microphone it's okay it's it's only gonna fuel this no i know i'm about to get times more angry yes you are so he has to get rid of this body right yes not at the apartment it's in suitcases but he can't lift he can't lift so he calls a taxi and the taxi driver picks them up to put them on top of the taxi and he goes these are heavy what she got in them? A dead body. Oh! <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> sure do. <Indeed. laughs> anyway, so he gets in the taxi, and for some reason, he thinks the best place to dump this body this is, is, at, <laughs> is at a lake. I mean, everyone, killers think this a lot. And it's never a good idea. Why would you sit it in, in standing water that isn't going to flow? River. Exactly. River, you fools. Yeah. Not that I want to help murder. Or the ocean, I guess. But. And here's the deal. If you're going to put, put a body in the ocean, in the middle of it, mm-hmm. not close to a shore, you mm-hmm. lazy fuck, charter a goddamn boat and get a couple miles out because you know what'll happen if you don't? The tide is just going to bring your shit back in and then Alice Scott Peterson, your headless wife and your dead fetus are going to wash up on the shore and you're going to go to jail forever. You're welcome. <laughs> I also hate that case. It makes me very angry also. <laughs> So did he just have the guy chuck him? Because he didn't no, chuck right? him. Yeah, no. He's okay, so so this is summertime, and he thinks, you know, 8, 9 o'clock is going to be just fine. He gets there, and there's families still swimming at the lake. Well, of course, it's People, nice out. And it, yeah, and it's it's not that dark, because it's goddamn summertime. Yeah, it doesn't get dark till like 10, you fool. Yeah. You absolutely yeah. <laughs> So he's just sitting there with his baggage, and it's like, like, he's dropped off at the top of the hill, and then it's, like, downhill to get to the lake. So he can't, he can't get the luggage from where he's at no, to the lake. because he's puny. And there's been several sources that say different things. What he said in his interview, some sources say that he got so tired from trying to drag him that he fell asleep. Which I don't believe that at all because he doesn't. <laughs> oh, I would say I don't believe it, but he's so dim that I'm not he, sure. He says that he noticed some people like sunbathing or whatever and was just like, mm, yeah, human meat. Mm, those you guys. just had some! Calm down! <laughs> Apparently, he was checking some people out and kind of stumbled a little bit away, like a couple feet away with his back turned to his luggage. And some random people came up, like a couple. And they're like, what's in here? They were like, yeah, they're like, oh, whose luggage is this? And I, they started to open it to see, like, maybe if there was a name. Let's be honest. I'm going to be honest right now. I would do the exact same thing. Sure, but not because I'm nice. So anytime there's, like, an abandoned purse or, like, a lunchbox or something, I'm like, oh, it's it's treasure. Like, you know when you're playing video games and it randomly Mm -hmm. generates a treasure box? I'm like... What's in here? Because yeah. that's my favorite game. 
I'm just a nosy bitch. I'm going to be like, I'm going to open this abandoned luggage. Yeah. Maybe there's some pasta in there. I used to work for maid services and stuff. You know how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that should scare everyone. Hold on to your shit because nosy bitches are going to paw through it. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine their surprise? They opened it and they saw a foot sticking out. Oh, a foot's in. And there's actually like crime scene photos of this and you can see the foot. Oh, yuck a doodle. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Um, Willow. <laughs> well, it looks cool. I mean, it, it's creepy, but looks cool. Well, in my brain, it doesn't look real. Okay, you know? so let yeah, I know. Like, it's, there's some kind of weird disconnect. Yeah. like when you're seeing. I've looked at a lot of crime scene photographs. I've, I've seen tons. I love looking at crime scene photographs and like oh, the body um, shape that the body leaves. What is that called? Oh shoot. The decomp stain. Yeah, I forget what decomp it's... stain. Yeah, yeah, yeah body Suddenly, stain. Yeah, yeah. I think those are so cool. It's kind of gross. You wouldn't if you'd been up close, personal. No, in and real that's life. that's why I have. Cause the smell. Yeah, smell. Fucked up, and you know that it was two days. A body, yeah. y'all. Y'all don't understand this unless it's happened, or you've been in a room with someone who's died. A body immediately starts to get funky smell. Right. Well, that's. I it's mean, a weird smell too, and it's really hard to describe. And I don't mean actual full on decomp. I'm talking about in the just the few hours after death, there is an, a very noticeable odor. Well, because there's proteins breaking down. The bacteria yeah, is growing and, in the yeah, intestinal exactly. tract, and mm-hmm. gases are being formed. The body's mm-hmm. expelling waste and, and fluids. Yep, it's gross. It's disgusting. So, and if you've chopped it all up, it's just extra funky doodle, and it's like in the goddamn set. Those poor people. Yeah, and I've, just seen, being nosy I've bitches. seen pictures of the body, too, and you can tell um, one whole breast is gone, and then the other oh. one is still there, and someone made mention of that in one of his interviews. He's like, yeah, I found out that the the breasts are just fat. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> well, maybe Ooh. if you weren't so creepy, some lady would have let you touch her boob by now. Yeah, you maybe would you would have got a little titty if you weren't so fucked up, you absolute loon. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm coming to Japan for you, sir. I'm going to beat the shit out of you, and I'm going to stuff you in a locker. And we're all going to laugh at you, like the scene in Carrie. Mm-hmm. We're all going to laugh at you. That's me and what I'll be doing. So France sentenced him to life in prison. Good. But. but does Japan have like some kind of extradition laws? There was some sort of laws and uh, loopholes and stuff. I didn't get too into it because I can barely f- figure out our own governmental processes. That's nice. Um, <laughs> I don't fucking care. Educational. <laughs> but. Um, no, but they they had to send him back to Japan. And his dad, again, was a wealthy man. Now, they hadn't completed the sentence in France because they had to send him to Japan. So whenever he got to Japan, he didn't actually have a full sentence in France. All of these paperwork were classified and all of this stuff. There was some sort of loophole that he didn't get charged in France, therefore it didn't transfer to Japan. Yeah, because here's what it is. I just looked it up for you because this is what I thought, is that there is no treaty existing between Japan and France with extradition laws, meaning because he's a Japanese citizen on a student visa, Yes, he cannot be held indefinitely in France. He has to be tried in Japan. Mm-hmm. But as the crime happened in France and not in Japan, they just went... Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, they they tried to go for like 
I think an insanity plea or something, mm-hmm. and they were going to send him to an asylum, but his dad did something with his paperwork, and he didn't serve any time. None and zero. And it's largely due to loopholes due to international treaties. Mm-hmm. Um, because there have been other cases where Japanese citizens have committed crimes in France and also have gotten away with it. That's I saw weird. articles for several as I Googled that for you. That's weird. Yeah, so that's why this case makes me so uh, bananas mad. Is that he has a known psychological condition. Not only that, but he got away with it. But he got away with it. He profited off of it oh my god he profited so much he's written so many books like i said he um has starred in films manga um huh? there's all kinds of shit that are like yeah, he's a cultural icon him. Over there. he even said Pissing he even off. said something to the effect of like everybody thinks what i did is cool but what i did is fucked up like he's like what i did was very very wrong and very very bad and the thing inside of me wanting to do it again is very wrong and very bad and they think it's cool they are stupid (laughs) well that's the case of the pot calling the kettle black because that guy is not so when he when he started to get famous and profit off of this he um and I, I forgot to mention earlier, it doesn't really change anything, but he used to get, um, I mean, in all the articles that said prostitutes, he used to hire sex workers to come over and, like, try to help satiate him. Um, I hate saying that, but it, it's gross. Um, what, but, get him off? Well, to get him to not eat. To, to not try to feed off flesh. And so he would, like... He would try and get sexual... Get his jollies yeah, like the normal way. Yeah, but every single um, sex worker that came over, he, in his brain, he thought he was... He was like, okay, this is the one. I'm going to kill her. And he never actually got to until um, Renee. And, and then whenever he got out, he started to... I don't know. It was like... It was like Almost like the something about the fear made people want him more. I don't know. It was really weird. But he traveled the world for a stint with like just hotties. Just not France. Just, I'm sure. No, no. He traveled all over the globe with the hottest of young women, and it was so weird because like he would flaunt like how many women he had, and it was a very strange time. I don't really know what was up with that. I only saw a little bit about it, but it was just it was really weird because he. He was, like, going through his photo album and talking about all of the women that he had uh, been with and was chauffeuring around. I bet he didn't fuck a single one of them because I bet his dick no, won't work. No, I don't think so either. Um, Unless he's eating well, someone. Two of the women, he was like, I think they might be lesbians. <laughs> they always wore hot outfits together. That was like, so, they're always half-dressed and you think they might be lesbians? I'm pretty sure that means you've never had sex with these women. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I, sure. think that's, that's, I think that's what that I means. think he wants the illusion that he has because, again, I think he has an issue. Um, most serial killers mm-hmm. have some problems with erectile dysfunction if mm-hmm. they're cisgender mm-hmm. men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and he said even, like, um, now that he's getting older, he's in his 60s or 70s by now, um, he said that used to he would just... Um, masturbate anytime he was like hungry and oh my god just have a hot dog and shut up but now that he's getting old and he can't do it he's scared like he's scared that he's going to act again he can't masturbate why he's too old his his thing doesn't work 
They make pills for that. Yeah. My ex is on him. It was gross. He fucking emailed me to tell me. That's weird. like I cared. That's gross. I just I just hate people so fucking much. This motherfucker. I just want to like. Well, you don't do it again. Well, How about this? Here's, here's the thing. He wanted them to kill him. He was actually really upset um, that he didn't that they didn't kill him. Execute him or whatever. Yeah, the, he was like really like fixated on that was another fixation of his is that he has this fantasy of being tortured and killed. Like he wants somebody to kill him so bad and he's like I want to feel agonizing torture before right, I'm Hold on. Well, I'll beat him up. I But I won't kill him. <laughs> yes, because the whole time you were going on that rant and you're like turning bright red and you're getting so mad. I like I could just see little Issei or whatever his name is just like super excited. He's like, "Fuck yeah, beat me up!" No, 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 no. He's gonna no, I'm be just so gonna, happy. No, no. I'm just gonna tie you to a chair and hurt you with my words. I'm not gonna hurt you physically, but I'm gonna insult you in ways you've never, never been insulted. You'll be humiliated, and I don't think you want that. I'm gonna laugh at your wiener. I'm just going to point at it and laugh at it for like an hour and a half. <laughs> why? Well, it's funny. That's why. Number one, it doesn't work. Number two, it's stupid and you're stupid. And I'm going to laugh at you and your stupid wiener. And I'm going to get other people to come laugh at it also. Then I'm going to take a picture of me laughing at it. <laughs> like a selfie, like, whoa, look at myself. Like, whoa, look at his wiener. And that's going to go on the internet. I'm coming for you, sir. And it's my whole goal in life. I thought my goal in life was to publish novels and draw pretty pictures. Nope. To laugh at this guy's wiener in person. Because <laughs> I hate him. I hate that he got away with it. I hate yeah. that he killed a beautiful girl who didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. And I think he sucks. Mm -hmm. And he's lame. And I'll never read one of his books because I'm sure they're bad. And they're stupid. Oh, and whenever you said that he probably had a porn addiction, I wanted Absolutely. to I wanted to tell you about this one weird thing uh, real quick. Yeah, is do it. He was in a porn. Oh, fucked up. And I it hate was the world. It was so fucked. Okay, so this girl, <sighs> this um this girl comes in, she like answers the call. I get I'm assuming they were like, "Okay, you get 24 hours with this guy for a set amount of money." And so she didn't know who she was meeting up with. She just knew that she had to be like completely theirs for 24 hours and then she was gonna get paid for it so they're they meet up in the car and they're driving back to the place that they're going to stay at and at some point in the introduction he tells her like hey i am a cannibal I'm a cannibal rapist yeah and she gets so scared and so uncomfortable. And she's like, oh, no. And then they do it for a couple times for, during the 24-hour stint. But they only did it a couple times. They don't show what happened, obviously. But, like, I have a really big feeling that, like, he probably just cried. And because they were friends for, like, 20, 30 years after. Like, they, they continued a lifelong friendship after. I can't handle this. Yeah, I can't be friends with somebody who'd steal, like, from the grocery store, let alone be friends with a murderer or cannibal rapist. I don't care how much you cry, you little piece of shit. Mm -hmm. You cry all day long. In fact, right. I hope you do cry. Right. I'm going to collect your tears in a bottle and use it as my lube later because that's how much I hate you. I won't do that. That's fucked up. Look, I get mad and a bunch of crazy shit fly out of my mouth, but I really hate this person. Yes, I do too. 
He's very, very, very gross. And yeah, if, if you watch any of the interviews with him or anything like that, Vice did a really good one. Yeah, that's just him not talking. What I watch. And he like shows you around his apartment and shows you all of his photos, and he's like so fucking creepy the whole time. You geriatric so creepy. turd. He has like this. He has, like, this photo album of him, like, as a tourist kind, like, where you're, like, standing in front of things. It's, like, it's me standing in front of this rock, standing in front of this sign, standing in front of this mountain, you know? And it's just, like, all these pictures. And he's, like, little did I know I was going to attack someone right there, right behind me. That's the lake that I was going to bring the bodies to. I just had no idea. Oh, isn't this neat? I'm standing here, you know? And it's, like, it's so creepy, it's so creepy. I mean, my natural inclination is indeed to, like, punch him until he ceases to exist. But no. Nope. Yep. Just gonna make fun of him real hard in mm-hmm. person one day. Mm-hmm. And you know, my verbal lashings are quite vicious. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. They're You've delicious. seen me do it. Yeah. Have you ever seen me do it, like, actually really pissed off, though? I've only... It's real fucked up. No, no. I've only seen you do it whenever you're mad about, like... Let me just say... There's only been maybe, like, three people who've ever been on the receiving end of it. Certainly never my husband, for I love him. Because if I'm going to come at somebody like that, we're never going to speak again. Yeah. It's inside. Every person I've done it to has tried to literally kill me. Because my words are very mean and pointy. Save it up. Save it up. I've always wanted to go to Japan anyway, because I think it's neat there. I, and I, I fucking love sushi. I love sushi. I want to come and and, and, and see it all happen. Sushi. Yeah, I'll just get like. Give like, me my hype. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get like a to go thing of like ramen or something and like eat it. As I'm fucking about. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like slurping noodles and. Yeah. Just, and I'm just yeah. laughing at his. Yeah. At him in general. Uh huh. Yeah. I think the slurping. I just want to the... go on a tour, of me laughing at killers that either like got away with it or are still alive. Yeah. I just want to go on tour and just be like, I'm here to uh, tell you how much you suck. I don't even think you're going to go to hell. You're not even cool enough to go to hell. You're just going to go into nothing because nobody wants to deal with you. You suck. Can you imagine being that guy's mom? Mm-mm. Look, and also the parents helping bail him out and shit. No. Mm-mm. If Will Mm-mm. killed someone and raped their corpse and ate them, that, that motherfucker's on his own. Yep. We're done. Yep. Dead to me now. Yep. I fucked up. So I yep. have to take myself out too, because I done clearly mm-hmm. wronged mm-hmm. him in some way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really hate this one. Mm-hmm. I actually hate every one of these cases. They're really gross. But the ones where there's just no injustice or there's no justice. They get they get me mad. It 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 does something else to me, yeah. It hits different. It hits different. It? Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I want to say I hope he's miserable, but I just have this feeling that he's not. He's just a smug little fucker. I think he's living a life of misery, but I think he's desensitized, and so he's not as miserable as As he could be. As he should be. And I think we should all, together, form like a group of togetherness in making his life miserable in some way. A group of togetherness. That won't give him a boner. Mm-mm. We can't give him a misery boner. It has to be the other way. I just want him yeah. to feel soggy and uncomfortable and sad. Mm-hmm. Because this type of person doesn't feel sad because of what he's done. He, I want him to feel sad for like because sorry for himself. Yeah, he's clearly some kind of fucking sociopath. Again, mm-hmm. we're not psychologists. I just told you I'm an idiot, and so I I don't have a degree in anything except tomfoolery. Yeah, we I 
I can't even finish dog grooming school. What does that tell you? Oh my god. I'm a dog groom. I'm a beauty dog beauty school dropout. <laughs> no, what happened was is I discovered the lady was running a puppy mill. Oh. And I fucking couldn't go back there because Did you so steal some puppies? I stole a puppy. Oh, good job. Because she said she was gonna have him put down. And yes, that dog had developmental disabilities. And his name was Winston, and he was my dog for 13 years. Winston. Winston, yes. I love that name. Isn't it great? It's the best dog name ever. I pretty much, other than Bunny, yes. Yeah. He's a little Pomeranian named Winston. Oh. And he couldn't even bark because, and he could he was never housebroken. He just peed down his leg because oh. he was, something was wrong with him. Oh. Yeah. And he had a weird limp. Oh, Winston. Yes. He was much loved. So, this month is really great because it's gross. And also, we're going to have a bunch of fun on our Patreon. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look, y'all. Now we have real ads. They'll come at the, the beginning... Usually, I don't know how they put them in yet, but I we I, I'm going to be recording one today because we have sponsors now, and that's pretty so exciting. I'm really excited. You guys don't understand, like we're just every little thing that happens associated with this podcast. We're, we're just so pumped, so excited. We're, excuse me, my whole body exploded. Um, yeah, we're just super excited. So if you would like to, though, hear our episodes without any ads, and I'm going to try and make them not annoying, but they're, you know, ads are annoying. It's just the nature of the beast. Well, head over to our Patreon Mm -hmm. because there's additional episodes. Yeah. And we're way more like, we have more personality, I think, on our Patreon. Absolutely. We just, we're able to talk more freely there. Yeah. It's a little less formal. Yeah. And and you'll get to really hang out with us there. Good look, and if you love true crime, but you also love spooky shit, mm-hmm. we cover some spooky shit. Yes, yes. And eventually, as soon as possible, um, we'll be getting merch in and all yes. that stuff. So As soon as we have reached 200 a month in, in patrons, mm-hmm. we're going to go ahead and get merchandise, and that'll be fun. Yeah. Because patrons get coupon codes. They don't have to pay as many dollary mm-hmm. dues. Mm-hmm. In addition, uh, we're, we have a Discord. I haven't put it up yet. I'm still working on it because I mentioned I'm, I'm an idiot. And so uh, I'm going to have a child help me with this because they <laughs> understand Discord. I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Where's Ventrilo? That's how old I am. I want to use, like, the, in World of Warcraft, instead of Discord, you used Ventrilo. And they don't have that anymore. Or, you know, Skype. But no, we're going to have a Discord, and I'm on my computer literally all fucking day because I'm a writer. I don't know if you guys knew this or if I mentioned it, but I write books that no one reads. And uh, But yeah, you can read those. You can go to our Patreon. My husband, Meriwether, is going to be doing some episodes for Patreon, too. And he's going to be on a, a episode this month for yes. everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my husband does not like true crime. Nope, he thinks it's gross. He, he doesn't winces. like violence no, of any like, kind. Oh, he's no. like, oh, that's terrible. And he doesn't like violence against women in particular. Mm-hmm. And so it all just sort of makes him sad and grossed out. But no offense to my husband, who I love more than life itself, but he's very extra. Mm-hmm. So he makes his displeasure known hilariously. It's really great. We're, we're going to so let him. Uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable. And he's agreed to this. He's all for it cautiously 
but we're going to do kind of a Maris reacts to what we think is the worst case we're giving you this month. Yeah. Because I love him. Yeah. And I put up with a, he's a very eccentric fellow. Let's just put that, I put up with a lot of weird <laughs> behavior. He's just a weird guy. He's precious. Yes, he is. He's darling. Mm -hmm. So smart and so talented. He also writes books. Mm -hmm. And if you search for like Wattpad, Asterius, you can find all of the books we write. We write them together and we write them separately. I'm doing a little commercial. No, you should. You should definitely talk up these, these books because, oh my God. They're really fucking good. Mm -hmm. Listen, you've laughed at my bullshit. I know you have or you wouldn't be listening. And I'm just going to be honest. You cannot be funny if you are a ding dong. Hey, you call me ding dong all the time. Yeah, but it's a term of endearment. I also I call you an idiot motherfucker and all kinds of things. Well, of course you do. I just don't want to use offensive words, but you can't be really dumb and bad at writing and if you're funny. Oh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, go read a Steve Martin book. They're hilarious and I think he's super funny. Um, yeah, I'm really smart and I write good. You should go read our books. I write good. Read I write it. good. Yeah. Yeehaw. And also, I make soap. Yes, she does. And they're beautiful soap. Like, art soap. It's little works of art made of soap. And it's old-fashioned way. I take lye and various oils, and I mix them together, and they smell great. And they're good for your skin. And that's wolvesandwinealchemy.com. Go buy some soap for your loved ones. Because it pays my bills. <laughs> but yeah so what's our next episode i actually don't know right now i haven't kind of ordered my cases i have a whole bunch so it's just gonna be a fucking surprise so i'm excited you excited yeah because i don't know that many cannibal cases i know the couple that i'm doing but i mean i'm not well versed so pretty much any story that you're doing that i'm not and you know i would like to point out that a lot of vampire killer cases are really just cannibal cases and a lot of them were just people who liked liked vampires called vampires and weren't vampires not at all there were only a couple that actually drank blood yeah messed up so anyway join us for our next episode where we'll be talking about people eating people some more people eating people and if you want to listen to weird stuff about ufos our next episode on our patreon i am covering human mutilations you guys have heard about cattle mutilations well those aliens are also mutilating folks buttholes yeah actually this one is all about buttholes all about buttholes it's the most unpleasant talk of buttholes i'll probably ever have i'm so excited are you ready for this i'm ready for this all right well but for the rest of you i'm gonna say good night good night Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.